Hello and welcome to New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 50. From the rising of the sun to where it sets, God, the Lord God, speaks, calling out to the earth. From Zion, perfect in beauty, God shines brightly. Our God is coming. He won't keep quiet. A devouring fire is before him. A storm rages all around him. God calls out to the skies above and to the earth in order to judge his people. Bring my faithful to me, those who made a covenant with me by sacrifice. The skies proclaim his righteousness because God himself is the judge. Listen, my people, I will now speak. Israel, I will now testify against you. I am God, your God. I'm not punishing you for your sacrifices or for your entirely burned offerings, which are always before me. I won't accept bulls from your house or goats from your corrals, because every forest animal already belongs to me, as do the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every mountain bird, even the insects in the field are mine. Even if I were hungry, I wouldn't tell you because the whole world and everything in it already belongs to me. Do I eat bull's meat? Do I drink goat's blood? Offer God a sacrifice of thanksgiving. Fulfill the promises you made to the Most High. Cry out to me whenever you are in trouble. I will deliver you. Then you will honor me. But to the wicked, God says, Why do you talk about my laws? Why do you even mention my covenant? You hate discipline, and you toss my words behind your back. You make friends with thieves whenever you see one. You spend your time with adulterers. You set your mouth free to do evil, then harness your tongue to tell lies. You sit around talking about your own siblings. You find fault with the children of your very own mother. You've done these things, and I've kept quiet. You thought I was just like you. But now I'm punishing you. I'm laying it all out right in front of your face. So consider this carefully, all you who forget God, or I'll rip you to pieces with no one to deliver you. The one who offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving is the one who honors me. And it is the one who charts the correct path that I will show divine salvation. Today's Old Testament reading comes from the book of Job, chapter 29, verse 1, and chapter 30, verses 1 through 23. Job took up his subject again. I've made a covenant with my eyes. How could I look at a virgin? What is God's portion for me from above, the Almighty's inheritance from on high? Isn't it disaster for the wicked, destruction for workers of iniquity? Doesn't he see my ways, count all my steps? If I have walked with frauds, or my feet have hurried to deceit, let him weigh me on accurate scales. Let God know my integrity. If my step has turned from the way, if my heart has followed my eyes, or a blemish has clung to my hands, then let me sow and another reap. Let my offering be uprooted. If my heart has been drawn to a woman and I have lurked at my neighbor's door, then may my wife grind for another and others kneel over me. For that's a crime, it's a punishable 
offense. Indeed, it's a fire that consumes to the underworld, uprooting all my harvest. If I've rejected the just cause of my male or female servant when they contend with me, what could I do when God rises, when he requires an account? What could I answer? Didn't the one who made me in the belly make them? Didn't the same one fashion us in the womb? If I've denied what the poor wanted, made a widow's eyes tired, eaten my morsel alone, and not shared any with an orphan, for from my youth I raised the orphan as a father, and from my mother's womb I led the widow. If I ever saw someone dying without clothes, the needy naked, if they haven't blessed me fervently, or if they weren't warmed by the wool from my sheep, if I have lifted my hand against the orphans when I saw that I had help in the city gate, may my arm fall from my shoulder, my forearm be broken at the elbow, for God's calamity is terror to me, I couldn't endure his splendor. Today's New Testament reading comes from the book of Acts, chapter 15, verses 1 through 11. Some people came down from Judea, teaching the family of believers, unless you are circumcised according to the custom we've received from Moses, you can't be saved. Paul and Barnabas took sides against these Judeans and argued strongly against their position. The church at Antioch appointed Paul, Barnabas, and several others from Antioch to go up to Jerusalem to set this question before the apostles and the elders. The church sent this delegation on their way. They traveled through Phoenicia and Samaria, telling stories about the conversion of the Gentiles to everyone. The reports thrilled the brothers and sisters. When they arrived in Jerusalem, the church, the apostles, and the elders all welcomed them. They gave a full report of what God had accomplished through their activity. Some believers from among the Pharisees stood up and claimed, the Gentiles must be circumcised. They must be required to keep the law from Moses. The apostles and the elders gathered to consider this matter. After much debate, Peter stood and addressed them. Fellow believers, you know that early on God chose me from among you as the one through whom the Gentiles would hear the word of the gospel and come to believe. God who knows people's deepest thoughts and desires, confirmed this by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he did to us. He made no distinction between us and them, but purified their deepest thoughts and desires through faith. Why then are you now challenging God by placing a burden on the shoulders of these disciples that neither we nor our ancestors could bear? On the contrary, we believe that we and they are saved in the same way by the grace of the Lord Jesus. Today's gospel reading comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 11, verses 17 through 29. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had been dead in the tomb for four days. Bethany was a little less than two miles from Jerusalem. Many Jews had come to comfort Martha and Mary after their brother's death. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him while Mary remained in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Even now I know that whatever you ask God, God will give you. Jesus told her, your brother will rise again. Martha replied, I know that he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. 
Whoever believes in me will live even though they die. Everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She replied, Yes, Lord. I believe that you are the Christ, God's Son, and one who is coming into the world. After she said this, she went and spoke privately to her sister Mary, The teacher is here and he's calling for you. When Mary heard this, she got up quickly and went to Jesus. Jesus, my Savior, Lord, there is none like you. All of my days, I want to praise the wonders of your mighty Tower of refuge and strength. Let every breath, all that I am, never cease to worship you. So shout to the Lord, all the earth, let us sing. Power and majesty, praise to the King. Mountains bow down and the seas will roar at the sound of your name. I sing for joy at the work of your hand. Forever I'll love you, forever I'll stand. Nothing compares to the promise I have in you. My Jesus, my Savior, Lord, there none like you all of my days I want to praise the wonders of your mighty love my comfort my shelter the tower of refuge and strength so let every breath and all that I am never cease to worship you so shout to the Lord all the earth let us sing the power and majesty bow down and the seas will roar at the sound of your name. 
and I sing for joy at the work of your hands. And forever I'll love you, forever I'll stand. Nothing compares to the promise I have. Oh, nothing compares to the promise I have. Nothing compares to the promise I have in you. The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made, for us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, we acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. 
Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these words from the end of Psalm 93. Your laws are so faithful. Holiness decorates your house, Lord, for all time. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was The Invitation, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's Epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's Gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.